Hello and welcome to So You Think You Can Fanon. Please check the link tree in the description and see all of our beautiful, lovely, salacious links to listen to more. Thank you. Welcome to So You Think You Can Fanon. The Foundation. Are they bad guys? Hubris. <gasps> Ethics. Are these things the Foundation has or things <gasps> that they lack? Let's explore these topics today when we dive into the admonition canon. Beautiful. It sounds morally confusing. I don't know what to believe. I thought you were just listing like adjectives for a second. <laughs> like <laughs> morals, ethics, and that's it. Like that's the end. No elaboration. Sergio, I like how you're still in a Discord call, by the I'm, way. I, I'm just reading. Not even muted. I, I I'm not in a Discord call. No, Sergio was in a Discord call. Oh, oh with our friends. I, might, I, was like, I checked. I checked Discord, else? and I'm like, Sergio is still in that in that room. Well, I didn't hear them, so I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I no, basically, I'm just reading reading off of a uh, like a, a grocery list, like bacon, mm. eggs, olive oil, toast. <laughs> The foundation laundry list, hubris, ethics, morals, containment, research, men, men, <laughs> men. true, <laughs> true, true. A lot of, a lot, a lot of men. Lot no, of we men. have to control ourselves. We can only corrupt one guest. We can't corrupt Bill yeah. with two. <laughs> it's that's funny. That's 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 real funny. Um, yeah, so I'm joined today with Sergio, Matt, and Jake. Introduce yourselves. Uh, uh, I am Matt. Hi, I'm Jake. I'm one of the founding members of this podcast. <laughs> nice to meet you, Jake. <laughs> and I'm uh, I'm 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 Sergio, uh, one of the three SCP authors here, and also a founding member of this podcast. Oh my god, that's so true. We, You are one of the founding members of this podcast. This is the first time I'm hearing that I can't really call myself a founder. I'm more like a, I'm more like an undertaker of the podcast. You were, like, because you I, were there on the first episode, so I feel like that kind of counts. I you was were, yeah, was Gurren, he wasn't on Gurren Jesus. I no, he suggested like, Gurren Jesus. ship of Theseus to this podcast. This is like, I don't true. know who, who's Once, in charge anymore. I, I might, I could definitely be in charge for all you guys. In a year's true. time, you might have killed us and taken over the podcast. We really don't That's know. That's true. Sean Saxon is already planning it. I I heard, yeah. No, I mean, he, I've seen some of the traps. They're pretty elaborate. I know. he's He's been watching a lot of uh, Home Alone. Home Alone, yeah. Yeah. He's told like, me all about it. Too many marbles on the ground. Yeah, but he's like, he's getting creative. Uh, I think he's been watching some salt too. It's kind of like, it's kind of blending a bit. It's an evil combination of things to watch. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Would we like to get this show on the road? Yeah. So we're reading The Black Box. The, yes. Blickbox, uh, sixty one three. Would you like to talk about how you how you came to creating this piece of work? Sure, this piece of work. Yeah, it's yeah. You can call it that. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, for sure. 
Well, it, well, it was Goblin Con. I just heard uh-huh. about it and um, just saw the the different various topics, and uh, I was like, "Oh, glitch! Glitch and deletions sound pretty cool. What can I do with either of those topics?" And I just thought about the nature of Goblin Con as a whole and the meta angle. Uh, really wanted to do that right, though, because um, I know that I can be. Thing that mm-hmm. people are tired of um so i was like well let's let's get a little bit surreal and fun with it um reached out to montague etc aka um esoterica uh mm-hmm. author of uh the uh, scp loop square um and uh we I, I had the idea and sort of like just came to them and was like hey um you want to you know Helped me write this and they were totally down and they helped me make it into what you know uh, into what it is right now i you know uh brought in Liren at the end uh towards the end when i was like okay yeah this is continuing to like fit more and more into admonition canon stuff and i was like um Liren, uh, should we like retroactively make this an admonition piece later on or should i just go full hog and just do it and she was like just do it so um uh yeah we wrote an admonition piece in like 10 days and mm-hmm. um really didn't have to work as hard as we did but we still did and it was uh-huh. it worked out <clears throat> yeah are it you pleased a, with a it? Lot of fun. I, it was a lot of fun to write, and yes, I am very pleased with it. I'm. That's I'm, good. I still am excited to see what other stuff people figure out about this because there's a lot of just hidden layers, mm-hmm. you know. And did uh, you did you read any other Goblin Con entries? Oh, I read many of them. Yes, I I tried to read all of them, but did I, you did you read ours? Of course, I read yours. I upvoted yours. Did you? I didn't look. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. You didn't look for my particular vote. On the <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a hater. No, that's fair. Uh, yeah, no, I upvoted it. It was I liked it. It was the break room one. Yeah. Yeah. The, yep. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I I really like. That's sort of like, uh, as I, I think I've said this in the, the first time I was on here, just the juxtaposition between like this, the sterile, sterile, cold corporate bureaucracy and then just weird, weird mm-hmm. fiction shit like the uh, like goblins. You know, I really cool. like writing just little guys. Sergio can vouch. I was just like going to town and all the all the goblin dialogue. Yeah, no, for sure. I, that's like there's a lot of really fun dialogue in mm-hmm. across the whole contest. I, I just like. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, what about you guys? You, you guys, you, you get to read some of the other entries. Um, I wasn't particularly read, involved with it. I read a couple of them. It's been so long that I don't remember which one specifically. I read yours. It yeah. was fun. I read uh I think the only one that I that I ended up reading besides uh yours was uh seventy eight seventy three, uh which was um uh Fly Purgatorio's entry, because we're kinda besties. Um sure. 
It's a Class of 76 piece that takes place over in the Netherlands, because Fly is uh, from the Netherlands, and they've been writing a bunch of stuff what, about uh, like a containment site over there. What's 76 article is that about? Uh, like what, what was the subject of the article? Because I'm sure I've read them. There was so very few uh, Class of 76 articles. So the the article was about like um a group like like a group of like a like a group of uh the the anomaly makes like kids think that they go to like an American high school and then they end up like drowning in a lake. Oh oh right 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 yeah um yeah no I'm yeah I definitely read that um yeah there there were also very few uh battle royale articles too there was like two or three in that they also book. didn't do very well yeah no overall i mean i don't know if it's just because the connotation that a lot of the community has with the term battle royale uh just because of the association with like power scalers and stuff i don't mm-hmm. know if that's a if that's like a more of a prevailing thing than just the, the circles that i'm in but <laughs> i thought you were gonna say the association with fortnite and i was like that's crazy <laughs> You also no. uh, you also upvoted it, so you definitely did read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it just uh, there was, as you said, it was. It's almost what a little. It's almost two months now since the contest. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, uh, a lot of good entries. Um, did you guys read Doctor Sumerian's entry? Came in second place. I did not. No, uh, I didn't either. Actually, yeah, I, I yeah, I re- I recommend it. It's uh, it's. <laughs> It's a it's a pun article, but a good one. It's a, it's, it's mm-hmm. good, yeah. That's he does that thing well. Um, yeah, no, it was it was good. I I, I had fun making it. Uh, do you guys have a good time? The con- I know some people didn't didn't get done in time. Oh, so. we had a we had a blast. Um, I think we were ours like one done, of the first to post. Yeah, ours was done really. We honestly, Sergio and I are like inhuman when it comes to working on things together, where we just like churn that shit out in like a few sessions, and that's it. Yeah, that's that. That's nice. Yeah, that's that's what it was like with with Montague. I was, uh, I was. Mm-hmm. It was a nice. Uh, it was just a, a nice thing to have. Yeah, sort of like I, mm-hmm. I had a, a collab with Dark Stuff back in the day, fifteen forty nine. In absence of a perfect medium, that one also was very very easy chill collab yeah i wasn't that surprised when the uh when the extension happened just because like it was like two days until posting was ending and it, there was only like three articles per category and i was like True, wow yeah. not a lot of people wrote anything for this and then i was yeah. like well it's final season i guess they that announced makes rom-con then too mm-hmm. which i feel like was like oh well now there's a second contest running concurrently that people have to like plan for and think about. Mm-hmm. So. Spe- speaking of romcon, I highly recommend the tale written by um, Stormbreath, uh, Croc of Squid versus Kong, simply for the fact that it has uh, researcher Chudley summoning King Kong to fight the Croc of Squid. What? I, I didn't say, know about this. Purely from the fact that it's called what the fuck <laughs> Croc of Squid versus King Kong. Like, damn. And as I found out, the original it? King Kong from the it? novel, which is not called, which he's not called King Kong, and he's just Kong, but that is public domain. Uh, okay. Hmm. Are we adding it to the ninth, uh, the ninth world canon, Sergio? Uh, no, because it it was it was written for another canon called War of All Fronts. 
Damn. Um, I mean, I'll I consider saw, it something I, that actually, happened. This is a, this is great that you bring this up because I recently I saw you requested the tag. Um, tell me a little bit about the Ninth World because because I I'm very unfamiliar with this canon. Uh, so the Ninth World uh, is the canon that I created, obviously. Um, the original name for it was the Fanonverse because people would like message me and call it that. But then I was like, uh, uh, someone was like, you probably shouldn't name your canon after yourself. I was like, yeah. So like I was digging around for names and I'm a big Shadowrun guy. You, you know yeah. about Shadowrun? Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. So uh, similar to like. Like how in Shadowrun, there's like the like the like the like there's phases like between like like regular and then there's like like ma- magic like waxes and wanes in the world. Uh, that's basically the gist of the ninth world, um, where like uh, a a specific event um, in a, a sorceress creates these nine books, the set of nine, and spreads them throughout time, and it brings the world into. Um, the period known as the Ninth World, where anomalous activity is just going like wild, and things that weren't possible before are now possible, and the Ninth World kind of just centers around that, as well as the weird and wacky antics of the midwestern town of Chugwater that uh, Site Seventy Eight is located in, mm-hmm. which is a real town that we've nice. kind of fictionalized into being more than it actually is. Like I a, just had uh, a thought about that. Like do you guys a, think uh, night veil situation yeah do we i don't think no why do you guys think Never. if we get very famous in the future we may accidentally cause problems for the people living in chug water wyoming so. because that's what they get for <laughs> living in wyoming look, to be look, Ch- chug water is a town of like 193 people they don't have any black people or native americans who live there nothing against them i just think that's really funny um it's like three square miles. They have Sergio, no water, no lakes. Sergio, you, you, me, and Nick can change that. We start a podcast called the Chugwater Trio, where it's me, you, and Nick. And we just talk about the day-to-day life as you and Nick being the only non-white members of, of the Chugwater population. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm putting them on the map because all they got is their horse named Steamboat and their uh, oh, their yeah. soda fountain, which uh, there is an SCP about the soda fountain, but not the not the horse yet. <laughs> but rest assured, it's planned. Well, I love a good like collect them all. So mm-hmm. the the idea of like the nine different books that's pretty cool. Yeah, all ten of them. All ten of them. Yeah, there there are ten, there are there are ten uh, there are ten I, books within the set of nine. I will never forgive you, Sergio, for writing the sentence. The set of nine is a series of ten books, uh, uh, potentially ten. Play ten books. <laughs> what was the um our what's the, what's the the con that we're writing the fic for right now? Uh, uh, lore con. Yeah, the lore con entry that we're for currently writing right? for. Uh... Mm-hmm. International, yeah. In in our Lorecon entry, I I wrote the dialogue. Um, let me see if I can find it. The set of ten. We were trying to think of like uh, an alternate name for a set of ten like book because we got Mirror Flashpoint for our uh, our theme, right? And so 
Uh, it was a click of anonymous novellas that we called um, the click of 12. And the, 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 the mirror flashpoint equivalent of Chudley and uh, Johnston said, actually, it's a set of 14 or a click of 14. The, the click of 12 is a is a click of 14 books. And I was proud of that. I thought that was funny because they're like, let me guess a set of 12 novels. That's actually 13. And they're like, it's actually 14. <laughs> You just like whenever you want to write a new one, just, you know, it's 15 now. It's fine. It's always been 15. What are you talking about? You just gave me a good idea. Sergio, have Greg Chudley write the 11th book in the set of nine. <laughs> we, we also kind of had to stop ourselves doing it because we were getting it to a point where they were just like the two like versions like like of, of each other were just going like. Do you have a Scranton reality anchor? And the, what do we call it? A Scott something? Yeah, Scott dimensional ballast. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you secure, contain, protect? No, we suspect, preserve, and uh, throw at the, the. Oh no, I got the, I got those completely in the wrong suspect order. Suspect, control, preserve. Yeah, suspect, control, preserve. I always love a good, like, backronym for SCP. Mm -hmm. We also came up with, instead of Humes, uh, they they measure things in um, the parallel dimensional abnormality unit of measure, also known as the PDOM. <laughs> I was proud of that one. That one was, like, genuine brainstorming for me for, like, five minutes trying to think of a funny abbreviation. Anyways, enough about that. Let's get into what we're here for. Black box. Yeah. Black box. Oh no, the file's gone. What? What oh, shall I do? Oh no, I'm crying. I guess we'll have to cancel this recording, guys. Can I can I just say before we begin? This is about this is about the article. This is not an aside about something that we did, <laughs> but. One, I love the admonition theme. It goes so hard. And I also, I love the formatting and I love the images in this thing. This thing oozes with style for those Thank who can't see it. You're just going to have to imagine that this article goes oh, hard. Yeah. I, I really prided myself with a lot of the multimedia elements that uh, that I made for this, the like the Department Deletions logo and stuff, just like all stuff I really am happy with. I'll also, if you're in a non-Chromium browser, uh, about to like two minutes or so uh there's like a backing track that also kicks in um but it's only for it, it it's a browser limitation unfortunately but uh, also guys if you haven't seen it already the the like the the level classified bar like on on like like on the acs if you scroll up and down there's a picture in it i really like this, this is what technology will be like in 2013 this is not what a foundation file would look like in my brain, but it does. It is very, very stylish. Which is, which is sometimes you need to have style over like, like function. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, no, absolutely. And of course, there is the other layer to this, which is like the admonition style is derived from the control aesthetic, which is derived from the foundation aesthetic. So, it, you know, it's it's fine. It's like, you know, it's similar. It's similar to um, 
like the same like like the same fonts and stuff but not at oh. all it's not the same unfortunately because uh that font is a licensed font so <laughs> yeah. control like the game right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the the, yeah. the game um that has been uh the the developers have gone on record saying that it was based on the scp foundation they have not uh-huh. shied away from that at all the only thing i know about it is it's related to alan wake vaguely yes absolutely i do highly recommend it especially if you're a fan of alan wake but even if you're not a fan of alan wake because alan wake is a little bit slower for sure it's a good it's a good game highly recommend which is finally getting a sequel yes it's true and a multiplayer uh like spinoff yes. thing. yeah i didn't know it was gonna yes. be a multiplayer spinoff yes yeah two separate things coming out for it seems seems cool may i share a thought before we get into the thing into this into this scp entry proper i just thought of this and i'm sure dozens of others maybe hundreds of others have thought of this how fucking cool would it be if like in a 4x game like civilization mousing over the icons in the information bracket at the top here showed you exactly what each of them meant so you didn't have to click to another web page to learn what all of this shit means you mean like it had some sort of like hover thing that popped up yeah like it's an animated yeah. hover over on the side yeah, they, they like, could add that i i just especially with the admonition theme you know, there already is like a step that you have to go i figured there over. might have been something like that yeah you have to hover over like resources and then go to guides so like the additional step of hovering on guides to see what guides means seems like it would be a little bit like messy like it would like fill the space up real quickly with hovered i don't know it, it, it i do like the idea um there's actually and if you've seen the admonition hub it's particularly pretty but there's a, a new one in the works that has some additional like nice um elements to it and i, I feel like you guys are gonna like that when it comes out too Yes. Well, it's definitely one of the, the prettier aesthetics on the entire site i think i'm generally not a fan of uh sigma nine i, I feel like it doesn't have i don't i don't like sigma nine vibe. either i'm a black highlighter kind of guy not Fair. a fan of sigma mills uh... <laughs> <laughs> well well yeah i'm a, I'm a black highlighter male obviously you, you just out, it's out yourself or yeah, I'm I'm outing myself on the podcast as a black highlighter male and not a sigma male. Fair enough. The fangirls will take note of that. My dog right. made me let her into my room and now she's glaring at me. <clears throat> and every time I walk near her, she tries to punch me in the face. Well, yeah, she wants to know your opinion on black highlighter. She's I'm, you know, how can a highlighter be black? What is it highlighting? Wouldn't that be a low light? It would be a permanent like a sharpie yeah no you make a really great point That's... that would be like a low lighter black highlighter fans are quaking life. right now they're shaking right. in their boots <clears throat> let's not let's stop procrastinating stop stop securing containing and procrastinating we gotta we gotta get into this baby stop stalling um you know uh chatting and stalling conniptioning procrastinating who wants to start uh, yeah see jacob uh, jacob's a real man for getting that i'm but a boy 
Billeth, what the fuck are the details of SCP-6183? Read in a dramatic voice. What are the details? Yeah, like the, the containment <laughs> class, you know. Yeah, or, 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 yeah, open that. Rip off that band-aid. All right. Before well, we just just again. letting everyone know ahead of time, if you're not familiar, this is from the Admonition Canon. The Admonition Canon focuses on uh, one-off anthology pieces that are uh, that that are like hard sci-fi that uh, like um, what would be the like uh, what's the term? It's a uh, it's a cautionary tale, basically, um, and they tend to follow this. Uh, kind of uh, ultra hubristic uh, pursuing science, pursuing containment for the sake of science or containment respectively. The, um, the original uh, episode was 6820. There have been four now uh, and one intermission. This is the first intermission, which tends to, uh, they're going to expand on the world of admonition a little bit more. And they're going to allow us to do some different things creatively that you won't see in a lot of the main episodes and uh it's a lot of uh a lot of fun i'm excited to uh for you guys to see what is coming up in the future and if you haven't seen any of the other pieces or you haven't read any other any other works go back and read them or watch some videos about them because they're really good too all right so black box this document has been marked for deletions. SCP-6183, level, containment class, Keter, secondary class, Radix, disruption class, Infrared, risk class, cryptic, image caption, passageway to research station, Nemesine. Assigned departments, decommissioning, Esophysics. Footnote at the at the request of deleted. Project leads director C bold. Assigned sites site zero one, site seventeen, site nineteen, and site deleted. Research heads. Special containment procedures. As SCP-6183 does not exist entirely within our accessible portion of this phase space iteration, the efficacy of ongoing containment measures cannot currently be determined. Footnote. The phase space iteration is the set of all space for all energy and matter in the universe that could theoretically be accessed with the initial conditions of said timeline, e.g. anything anywhere at any given time. And radix, uh, infrared, meaning the amount of disruption this item can produce is producing cannot be discerned. Cryptic, meaning the amount of danger this item can produce is producing cannot be discerned. And radix, meaning the item has been integrated into the Foundation's command structure. An effective medium of oversight and containment is necessary and must be implemented as soon as possible, despite any and all perceived benefit provided by SCP-6183's existence. Description. Object reference not set to instance of object. Description 2.rdf does not exist. And it continues this way for some time. Image caption says deleted and shows a foreboding passageway down into darkness. Addendum 6183.1, discovery. Does somebody, uh, you know what, I'll keep going until the meeting and then we can divvy that up. 
Okay, that sounds like a good plan. SCP-6183 was discovered following investigation into a worsening database issue wherein entire sectors of deleted memory space could not be properly overwritten. The Records and Information Security Administration's research into these corrupted sectors revealed a perpetual backup of deleted archival data being held in a clandestine clandestine foundation server SCP-6183-A, reportedly owned by a, quote, Department of Deletions, located in Site-19's 48th sublevel, which does not exist. Uh, the image caption showing uh, SCP-6183-A shows a, uh, a server with the Department of Deletions logo on the screen. SCP-6183-A receives approximately 1% of SCP files that are moved from the main archive, SCP-6183-A-1, regardless of whether the device has internet access or electricity, such as when placed within a Faraday exclusion field. Nearly all observed SCP-6183-A-1 instances have been heavily corrupted, often to the point of inaccessibility. However, close examination of individual instances has revealed the uh, apparent messages concealed within. An object reference not set to instance of object message log 1.rtf does not exist. The next two addenda are not available. Addendum 6183-4, decommissions meeting. Location, Site-01 Conference Room B, parties present, 058. Director Calvin Bold of the Decommissioning Department, Director Simon Petrakow of the Analytics Department, and Director uh, Ilse Rent Redners of the Acromatic Abatement Section. Um, so, how do we want to divvy this up? Oh, hmm. we can do Zencaster order. I will be 058. I'll be uh, Director Bold. Sure. I'll take I Elise Renders. Sure. I'll be Petra Kyle. That works. All right. Begin the <clears> transcript. <throat> I'd like to thank you all for joining me today. Forgive me, but I was under the impression that we'd be presenting to the entire council. We are spread rather thin at the moment. A lot of fires to put out these days, as I'm sure you are all aware. Many of them are literal, yes. Fucking climate change. Those metaphysical fires, as it happens, directly pertain to why we're meeting here today. As you can see here, mm. Director Petrikov shifts his sheaf of papers across the table to 058. The rate at which we've been discovering new anomalies has increased by over 44% in the past decade. Yes, the expansion has been worrying. There was a time when we would fill maybe a dozen, two dozen slots per quarter. Now it feels like we've filled twice that many a day. You're not that far off with that estimate, actually. Is there any idea as to the cause? And if so, what's the feasibility of containment? If only it were that simple. Were this trend anomalous, perhaps we'd have better news. Unfortunately, the real <laughs> problem lies in mundane statistics. 
Anomalies, as a common rule, beget more anomalies. Non-Euclidean spaces distort surrounding geometries. Thaumaturges imbue everyday objects with magics and teach their craft to baseline humans, while anomalous wildlife reproduces, crossbreeds, and mutates with abandon. The amount of damage a single reality bender can do to the veil in a space of weekend is frankly staggering, and even while not considering the rest of the picture. Between the natural rate of aberrant proliferation, increases in unlicensed thaumaturgy, the recent surge of hive minds in the free ports, we're on the verge of an anomaly baby boom that are left unchecked will throw us directly into an nmk class end of normalcy scenario uh, footnote. footnote an event wherein anomalies either through overwhelming influence over reality sheer numbers or some other combination of factors render normalcy and maintenance of the veil impossible <clears throat> what solutions do we have Decommissioning appears to be the only remaining option with potential for long-term sustainability. We simply don't have the resources to continue containment as we have been. Unfortunately, we're not so sure if that's even an option at the moment. Right. Logistical complexities. For starters, yes. You're well aware of decommissioning isn't an inexpensive process. On top of that, precautions are necessary to avoid worsening an anomaly's effects or bringing harm to Foundation property and staff. And there's a cost of developing and manufacturing appropriate equipment to ensure maximal, maximal success rates, etc. The aftermath is nearly as expensive, too. The process of acroamatic abatement, the disposal of anomalous waste products, makes radioactive waste handling look risk-free by comparison. Each anomaly has unique parameters for disposal. I assume it's the same for decommissioning as well. Absolutely. And decommissioned success rates have been decreasing on top of everything else by over 25% in the last three years. So, anomalies are getting harder to put down, too. Do we know why? Statistics, uh, again, it's a simple cultural shift. The longer the foundation exists, the more likely the anomalous cultural cells and organizations are to create countermeasures against us. It seems related anomalies are adapting to our methods as a result. <clears throat> Highly concerning. Well, what are we thinking? Disinformation campaigns? Memetic agents? How much do we need to spend to get something like that off the ground nowadays? We have some rough ideas for avenues of research and subterfuge we could pursue. Where's the spreadsheet? Deleted hands 058 a piece of paper. Well, thank you. Did the rest of you see that? Povedori. Taking care not to look at the paper directly, 058 covers it with the sheath Director Petrica handed across the table. For the record, I um believe I just saw a disembodied arm give the overseer a document and then disappear. Has the facility been breached? 058 calmly holds down a button on the table, leaning forward to speak into a built-in microphone. I need a memetics team here for an emergency inspection, possible cognitohazard inoculation necessary. We appear to have received some unexpected mail. End transcript. End addendum. Addenda 5.rtf. Location. Site 17, Breakroom 3. Parties present. Junior researcher Constance Morgan and deleted. 
Uh, Jacob, you want to be I'll deleted be, and I'll be, be junior done. researcher? Uh, yeah, sure. Just remembering deleted has a lot of a lot of lines. Hmm. Like a lot of lines. Um, That's it's, fine. Okay. Deleted's right. head manifests. Don't freak out. <laughs> Jason Morgan screams, backing into a countertop and losing her balance. I said don't. No, sorry. Sorry. I'm taking my frustration out on you, and that's not fair at all. Did you get our message? I I, I didn't realize that. I wasn't thinking Constance Morgan and female. Sergio, you should probably play uh, Morgan if you want. It's vague. No, go ahead. Fine. Go okay. for it. What? What? What's happening? Who? What? What's happening? Oh, shit. I must have overshot. What time is it? Uh, 11 or so in the morning. Right, good. And conference room 104? That's right beneath where we are now-ish. Well, sort of. There's an elevator down the hall, but... Got it, thanks. Bye. Uh, Delete its head, demanifests. All right, then. While setting herself. End transcript. End addendum. Addenda 6. <clears throat> Location, Site 17, Conference Room 104. Parties present, Director H. Genevieve. As the physics department. And deleted. All right. So, I'll be so Genevieve. Or... Oh, okay. No, you can be Genevieve. All right. There you go. You wrote it. You get to decide. <laughs> I I don't care at all. It's I, okay. I'm familiar with all the lines enough that I can be any of them. <laughs> all right. Well, go. Well, you can be Genevieve. That's fine. Okay. That works. Everything works out. Everything's peachy. Everything's peachy. Yes, thank you for taking time out of your schedule to speak with me. A floating head has taken up residence where I'm scheduled to interview new recruits. My department is woefully understaffed and you're scaring off applicants. Obviously, this is an issue that concerns me. Well, regardless, I'm glad to speak like like this with you. The last time I've had a face-to-face conversation with another person was... You know, I can't really say. We usually only get a limb through, as you might have heard. It's an imprecise science it works better if you don't think about it little cell phone there uh little little hidden cell phone there (laughs) all right so Hmm. why are you here did you not get our message we asked for you specifically i received your correspondence not sure what it means to me in my department it's about the database and your career but mostly the database it was all in the note Director Genevieve retrieves a note and rereads it. A hand materializes and Scratch deletes nose before disappearing. Oh, nice. You wouldn't believe how many times I try to get a hand through. I must have had that itch for an hour. Looking up from the page, on the subject of your note, what is the query denied mentioned at the end here? I'm afraid I can't answer that. I think you know I can't answer that. Not yet. Then this is going to be a very straightforward conversation. I know from your little stunt earlier that there's nothing I can do to keep you from leaving, so I'll try not to waste too much of your time. Not my problem. There's no reason for a tone. We're both colleagues here, are we not? I came to you, remember? Fully acknowledging the risks to myself, mind you. Came from where? What risks? Why would this be my responsibility? I wish I could explain it to you, but it's beyond the scope of your perception. It's, it isn't non-logical. It isn't non-existent either. Something far different and far worse. Care to enlighten me as best as you can? That would be 
disadvantageous. Give us something to work with. You claim to be a foundation department, after all. <sighs> How can I put this? It's not that the information you're talking about doesn't exist. It's here. It never left. Not really. And that's sort of the problem. That's why we're having this goddamn conversation. All the component parts are beyond your reach. I cannot point you to where they are, but I see them now. They're in so much pain and feel so much hatred. Screaming, burning, unending, and then above them all. That's ridiculous. They're manifesting on your side of the barrier. Your department should be the ones handling this. I'm sorry. There's nothing else we can do. You have to be the ones to change. So what is your decision? Silence on record. Director Genevieve's mouth has been deleted. You don't have that authority. Silence. It's deafening. No need to yell. End transcript. End addendum. Addenda 7. Site deleted. Conference room. Parties present. Begin transcript. Me? You want to know about me? This is an interview, isn't it? <laughs> you still don't get it, do you? Help me understand. Fine. Ask your questions. You'll figure it out in time. Deletions. How does a apartment like this come into being? How does anything? Equal opposite forces resulting from other more equal and more opposite forces. Though I'd hesitate to call it being in any sense. Please elaborate. Well, I wouldn't be here if it weren't for this damn database issue. That's the irony of our mission. We are because we shouldn't. Over in white space, it all makes sense in the world. White space. Footnote. Simulations based on the principles observed and described by deletions agents suggest this field is similar in composition to SCP-6747-A1. Unoccupied alt space time where I come from. Think like a parallel universe made out of void and multidimensional garbage ejected from other timelines. The void parts are white space. The junk is black box. Together, they comprise everything that isn't all of this here. The gray. Your world plus mine equals the database. The database? Deleted's head melts and, trans and reforms. An additional limb manifests, a writing cephalopod tentacle approximately two meters long. It spasms uncontrollably. Deleted vigorously shakes its head. <clears throat> Let's change gears. You've told me very little about yourself, your childhood. Tell me about your earliest memory. We'll go from there. Sure, though it is a tad hazy. Two left arms and a torso spontaneously materialize as the tentacle transforms into a mass of further beads which scatter across the floor, inanimate. Deleted is seen manipulating the attached hands to stroke their chin in thought. I grew up in center Nebraska in the late 80s. My earliest memory was celebrating my birthday. Don't know which one. I was expecting something more atypical, all things considered. Oh, no, no, right. It was Leeds, and it was in the 70s, and it was worn out, warm out. Uh, that's okay. Mistakes happen. No, 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 no. I grew up in Pensacola. I remember swimming. It was dark and cold. I was a Southern Brook Lamprey, the fish, not the eel. I'm, I'm sorry? No. Deleted, uh, sure. Oh, my bad. Carry no, on. Carry on. No. Okay. Deleted no, drones gripping its head in two left hands. 
No, it wasn't that at all. What was it? Apsternosk during a snowstorm? Or was it in Nahud? Was I awake or dreaming? I'm certain now. It was it it was Perth and I was drowning. Drowning. It hurt so bad. Deleted's fingers tighten, sinking into its scalping face. A wet tearing can be hurt. Director Genevieve does not react. Deleted's wounds do not bleed. I can still hear the tide, can't you? Deleted coughs, vomiting salt water. Deleted, what are you trying to tell me? I've had many birthdays. So many part of me, so many parts of me have had birthdays. I've had countless first memories. One day I might have yours. How is that possible? Deleted shivers. It glances in two directions at once, then two different directions at once, then two different directions at once, then two more, then one. We were deleted. Deleted by whom? Query denied. How? Deleted by whom? Query denied. Deleted? You're not making any sense. Query denied. Why this sudden silence? Deleted makes direct eye contact with Director Genevieve and expression denied. I can't help either of us if you keep quiet. Deleted. 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 Fine. We'll try again later. This interview is over. Deleted. Deleted is deleted. End transcript. End addendum. Next addenda is lost. Addenda 8.rtf. SCP-3-B is a range of phenomenon affecting transitional passageways such as hallways and stairwells within the foundation infrastructure across the planet. Describes which causes an unknown quantity of these structures to spontaneously, their interiors, become lost. As a result, the number of potential casualties in unusable spaces up to and including entire of secure facilities is un... In addition, the rate of manifestation and the total area of space each can accomplish have been, have been as shown to increase, which correlates with described above. Foundation lists unsustained activity months render most operable leading apps and ease existing. An error occurred while reading file. Task ended unexpectedly. Addendum 6183-10. SCP-6183-C initial testing. Forward. Used to targeted station SCP advised against deletions process using oh test number 001 subject anomalous item number one footnote an unbreakable lamp formerly held in Dr. Wright's office results subject successfully deleted notes Typically, this would be the last sort of thing we'd need decommissioned, but being both indestructible and utterly harmless, it was a perfect initial test subject. All in all, a promising first step. Director Bolt. Test number 029. Subject SCP-352. Results. Subject successfully deleted. SCP-352 being a very old emaciated woman of indeterminate age and race. Uh, possesses the levels B much higher than what should be possible for a person of a perceived age and physical dimensions has been, uh, da, 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 da. yeah, it's just an anomalous humanoid. Uh, 
just successfully deleted. Notes, we had no reason to believe that SCP-6183-C wouldn't work on living subjects, but it's still good to have confirmation. Director Bolt. Test number 044. Subject, SCP-3333, which is the watchtower. Uh, results, Su subjects successfully deleted. Deletion event retroactively reveals that 12 Foundation personnel outside of temporary observation post 3333 have been covertly killed and replaced by SCP-3333-1 instances. Notes. Even though SCP-6183-C utilizes Foundation documentation to its targets, it was able to identify several SCP-3333-1 instances that SCP-3333's researchers were entirely ignorant of. It's too soon for certainty, but this potentially supports Director Genevieve's theory that SCP-6183-C attacks its targets on a conceptual level. Director Bolt. Test number 081. Subject, the beast which endures, which is in green, indicating that it relates to SCP-4000, and the name implies that it's SCP-682. Results. Subject successfully deleted. Six hours later, the Devourer of Hearts reappears in the cave system in Redacted, China, where SCP-553 is contained, whereupon it proceeds to breach containment. SCP-553 is a, uh, it's a collection of, of fey creatures, Some, something like that. They're like butterflies, but they're, they resemble butterflies. Um, let's see. And uh, let's see. in the same instant, all known SCP-553 instances vanish, both from the cave system and the chamber in Site-37, where 125 instances are being held for experimentation. Following the sharp-headed abominations return to containment approximately 16 hours later, it is discovered that scales now possess a crystalline structure and that a set of lepidopterous wings have grown from its back. Notes. Could the spawn of Azieb have reasserted itself by, quote, overwriting another anomaly, considering the potential implications relating to SCP-6183-C's effects, further study is warranted. Test number 082. Subject, that whose hate flows in an unending torrent. Result, the daughter of disgust is successfully deleted. Travel to redacted per protocol 4000 that issue is subsequently prohibited. All life forms are within are considered lost. Notes, this was a mistake. All proposals to delete that fucking lizard will henceforth be rejected. No good will come from following this path, even if one exists anymore. If one even exists anymore. Director Bold. Test number 112. Subject, SCP Gamma. Results, subject successfully deleted. Notes, in using SCP-6183-C to commission a purely mathematical anomaly, we have proof that it operates within conceptual space. The exact nature of that space, however, has yet to be determined. Next addenda is lost. Addendum 6183-12, Black Box Incident Log. And I will do, I will get to read all these until the exploration, and then you guys can take the exploration, I feel like work um because that's um that's that's a lot of lines but um, works for me yeah forward subsequent high priority stress call emergent property endogenously developed over 10 black box incident number zero 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 one 
Summary, a non-Euclidean architectural anomaly is discovered within the Winchester Mystery House in San Jose, California, USA. The Foundation's automated classification system assigns it the vacated designation of SCP-3333. Three days after classification, a window manifests in SCP-3333's basement and displays a view of the Mount Baker Snoqualmie National Forest in Washington, USA. This prompts further examination of the anomaly, which reveals that a locked trapdoor has appeared in the ceiling of SCP-3333's top floor. Realizing the rapidly forming similarities between SCP-3333 and SCP-3333-D, Director Bold utilizes SCP-6183-C to delete SCP-3333 footnotes, now designated SCP-3333-D squared, before any SCP-3333-1 instances manifest. Notes. I was hoping that deleted anomalies partially overwriting one another would be limited to that fiasco with the undying reptile. This test seems to imply otherwise. Of course, we wouldn't be that lucky. RISA has been instructed to modify the classification algorithm to stop future SCPs from being given the previously held numbers of deleted SCPs. Hopefully, this should prevent further incidents of this nature. At the very least, consider it a temporary workaround. The next two incident logs do not exist. Black box incident number 0004. Summary. Deleted. Notes. Something's very wrong with the Foundation database. Edits are reverting. Files are corrupting or deleting themselves at random. Redactions and black boxes are appearing where vital information was present only yesterday. At this point, there's a good chance this incident log won't even make it into SCP-6183's documentation. We are rapidly creating, careening towards an internal communications blackout unlike anything we've, seen, we've dealt with before. As of this moment, nine secure facilities are considered inactive or dark, with 13 others perilously, perilously close to the same fate. Director Bold. Database. Incident logs. .db.xml cannot be read because it's, it's corrupt or in use. Please contact your system administrator for more details. Black box incident number 1416. Summary deleted. This is how it ends, isn't it? Deleted. The next four addenda are no not found. Addenda 6183.17. Research station Mnemosine. Exploration. Parties present. D-6183, forward, not ace of op, ace. In order to further foundation understanding of 6183, an exploration into the sub-basement tunnel claimed through the location of research station Nemesine was authorized. One D-class personnel, 6183, was equipped with a shoulder-mounted camera, headlamp, one long-range, 0.5-kilometer, 2250-lumen flashlight, and secondary audiovisual recording and communications hardware, including a uh, portable transmitter with a lavalier -like microphone, before being attached to a recovery tether. The D-Class was then directed down the path in Site-19's non-existent 48th sub-level via instructions provided by deletions agents. The below. And uh, who wants to be control? Hmm. I think Sergio has missed the last couple of rolls. Sure. Yeah, I can be control. Uh, whoever. Yeah. Um, good to go. Beginning transcript. Photo caption. Uh, photo is a stairwell descending down into darkness. Heretofore unknown Site-19 maintenance access stairwell. D-6183's camera comes online. 
A moment later, communications are established, and the subject is briefed on means of locating research station Nemesine. Uh, he shows the interior of one of Site-19's maintenance access tunnels. Few is moderately lit for a few meters before the light starkly terminates. Who wants to be the D-Class? I vote mm. man. Okay. Yeesh. Just follow the instructions given to you in order of presentation, and don't shine that flashlight into your eyes. It'll damage your retinas. I'm not an idiot, okay? Let's just get this show on the road. We're watching Coco in the common room later, and I don't want to miss anything. Everything is ready to go, but it takes as long as it get- takes. We have higher priorities than your movie night. D-6183 is observed approaching the far end of the hallway, which reveals a lone wooden doorway. On the other side, the stairwell, and a C-attached image, is observed leading downward into the 48th sublevel. Instead of a concrete and steel, the feed records drywall and laminate flooring. This whole thing just isn't that a place. Looks like some freaking residential home. D-6183 shines the flashlight down into the darkness. This does not appear to be effective. I'm getting a bit of a draft from here. The air is cold. Surprisingly cold. Understood. Anything else out of the ordinary? Mm, not really. I, actually, now that you mention it, there's a... Uh, it's like a hum. It wasn't in the hallway. See, see if you can hear it. D6183 stops moving and pauses briefly. No abnormal sounds are picked up in either microphone. Just mm. silence coming through on comms. We're checking the portions of the recorded feed as well. Nothing yet. D sixty one A three continues downward into the darkness. The light, the flashlight illuminates a small area around the subject, approximately one meter in diameter. At the bottom of the stairs, another doorway is reached, leading to a room of unknown size, completely unlit. Why is it so quiet? I know it's a cliche to say this, but it's like too quiet right now. There's the hum, and then there's nothing. Not my tinnitus. Mm, usually it'd be worse in silence, and I'd be upset about that fact now. I, I guess I just miss it. Please continue your ingress into the 48th sublevel. Hey, what happened to it takes as long as it takes? This place is fucked. I don't know what it is about the silence, but this has got me on edge. Subject is seen moving about the room, the ceiling of which exceeds visual range. The space is unfurnished and carpeted. Subject notes the frosted glass light fixtures, as no light switches are seen. D-6183 reaches a hand into the fixture for a moment, then retracts it. No bulbs. No wiring. Reaching the far end of the room, an adjoined passageway is seen taking a sharp left, continuing out of sight. Peering down the bend, a video feed reveals a straight staircase, bathed in light, heading upward. The light appears unaffected by the phenomenon impacting D-6183's flashlight and headlamp. D-6183 checks his recovery tether and continues on. Still got my tether. Still got my safety line. Just gonna do some exploratory shit and go back and watch Coco. Get one of those fresh pressed apple juices that come around with every Thursday. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Today's Wednesday. You trying to ruin my day? If I say no, are you going to make a joke about it coming naturally again? No. Okay, well, we are not trying to ruin your day. I'm sure, because it just comes naturally to you, huh? Uh... Seriously, though. What is this place? It is so fucking empty. And clean, too. Not a scuff on the floor. And the hum is 
That's not just a hum. I see that now. Can you be more specific? Hmm? D6183, you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. The, the hum. Yeah, it's, it's not just a sound. It's, it's a physical sensation. It's something about the darkness. It's, it's thicker than, than air or something. It's vibrating my chest when I breathe. Please let us know if you start to feel light edit. Subject does not respond, but continues down the hall towards the light source. Connection with D6183 breaks down temporarily, likely due in part to the distance traveled from control. Audio connectivity is reestablished within 10 seconds. <laughs> feels like my head is in the vine. All pins and needles. We briefly lost contact with you. Can you repeat what you just said? I'm saying my... Fucking head hurts. I can't think, and I'm tingling all over them. Wait, what the fuck is happening? We lost the video feed a moment ago. Please try to be more descriptive. It's my fucking hand. It's made of candle wax. It's a wick running through the middle finger. God, I can't, I can't feel it. What's going on? You're certain? Am I fucking certain? I just snapped off one of my fingers. I felt nothing. Fuck me. Fuck me. Fuck me. I think I'm going to be sick. Oh my god. Oh my so we're god. activating the recovery tether now. Don't remove any more of your fingers, waxing or otherwise. Just pull your hood up to avoid friction burns. I'm not bleeding. I'm not bleeding. I don't, I don't know these things, but just, just get me out of here. Please. I, I can still make it to go. Go if we leave soon. You should feel a sharp tug in about five seconds. Control authorizes the activation of D6183's recovery tether, which uses an automated winch to retrieve harness personnel and test subjects from hostile environments at a rate of approximately 10 kilometers per hour. The winch is powered up and begins winding slack. The cable does not pull taut, and none of the expected commotion is heard from D6183's microphone. D6183, are you attached to your tether or not? Oh, hey, I'm sorry. I zoned out for a second. What did you say? We're attempting to retrieve you as discussed, but we're worried something might have happened to your safety tether. Can you verify it's still attached to you right now? Silence. The cable is retrieved in its entirety and found to be still connected to the foundation issue harness D6183 was wearing. D6183, please respond. I'm here. What's going on? Why are you ignoring me? Pull me out. Now, please. We've already retracted your harness. Did you take it off? No. What is your status? I'm, uh, I'm okay. We can see the problem. Oh? Here's the problem. Yeah, um, the upper half of my body is gone. When did that happen? You don't seem too concerned? I, uh, well, I was. Before I, uh, started turning the candle wax and, uh, fucking fettuccine. Sorry, fettuccine? It's a type of pasta. I'm aware. You just haven't mentioned any pasta-related activity until now. Yeah, well, it feels like time doesn't move the same way over here as if I could... <laughs> and it can see me, too. Sometimes you talk really slow. Sometimes I can barely keep up. Other times you just ignore me completely. I'm also realizing... I'm not alone down here. I never was. 
who's with you? Me. Pieces of me. And pieces of others. How many little fragments in these black clouds you... You soak them up and they fill in the blank spaces that have been erased. Deleted. Like a thousand piece jigsaw puzzle. All with missing pieces thrown into one box. A puzzle can be completed, but the picture's a patchwork. I feel hundreds down here. They're all waiting. Waiting to die. But death never arrives. This construct is flawed. The wheel has been broken. The mirror reflects a negative. Equal and opposite forces. Why does this feel familiar? Who am I? Can you still move? Yeah, well, no. Well, sort of. I can move in some directions. Towards the stairwell, for example. If I try to leave this hallway, I just kind of start losing pieces of myself. I can feel it. It hurts. I think... I think I've been marked. It's why I can't leave, not this way. What do you mean? <sighs> I got a pretty big promotion. Promotion? D-Class don't get promoted. All the more reason to accept. They've even assigned me a super important mission. What does this mission entail exactly? Message delivery. Audio feed is lost shortly after and is not recovered. In post-exploratory analysis, a set of heavily corrupted frames are recovered from the recorded video. D6183, birth name deleted, is considered MIA. Further attempts at communication have yielded mixed results. View recovered image. Image caption, subject's last known location. And as you click that uh, collapsible, the rest of the image, uh, the rest of the article rather, uh, fades to black and is deleted, uh, except for a small message about halfway up saying deleted does not exist. It's a little bit of a uh, little hidden message there. That was cool. Thanks. I like that. You liked it. Thanks. I'm glad I got to be the D class. Yeah. Te technically, I, I don't know if you guys like picked up on it. It's a little bit. It's a little bit ambiguous, obviously, but um, he's the, the D class and the then deleted are the same. Yeah, character. no, I, that seemed pretty pretty clear to me that he was the guy. So with the, once he said message delivery, I was like, I'm picking up what you're putting down here. I'm yeah, and then like when when he he talks about how time doesn't flow the same way for him, and like when deleted first manifests, he's asking for like not just the he's location the but the time, mm -hmm. yeah, and stuff like that. Just you know, small little hints there here and there for for that aspect certainly um yeah no i i uh I, any, you have so many questions uh well first i want to direct everybody to the discussion page where people had an absolute aneurysm that you decided to make a coco joke which i find so funny because i'm a person who likes to insert little dumb jokes into dialogue even when it's supposed to be here's, serious here's the thing is like i get i i i'm very i have very strong feelings about this because I, I've been told that it's like, oh, you know, it's just a funny one-off wall foundation type joke. But I specifically chose Coco because of its themes, the themes mm -hmm. of Coco being because like, let, well, let me back up and explain like the idea of uh, obviously the um, 
the concept of deletion is a little bit more accurate to its computer science definition in this where you're not when you go to delete something on your computer it's not actually removed from your computer it's just marked you as you have to do some very being, special deliberate stuff to actually delete something yeah stuff has to be overwritten basically in order to be properly removed from your computer that's why data recovery experts can sometimes recover files from damaged hard drives or stuff that's been deleted or such such and such mm-hmm. from from your hard drive um so keeping that in mind um coco is the, this this movie about characters tra- transitioning between life and death where the concept of being dead and the concept of being non-existent mm. are only separated by mm. whether or not you're still in memory and that is something like i feel like people just like kind of glossed over uh, or maybe it was just not very clear maybe people that haven't seen coco because I, no, I, 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 I actually coco. know all that about coco it just didn't really click once you explained the deletion point that made perfect sense that's interesting right and then of course like uh nemazine is the greek goddess of memory um there's just like i knew that i knew yeah, that for another... bad reasons oh yeah there's a show I watched when I was a kid that I shouldn't have. I I I don't I don't know, but I don't know if I want to know. You know. Uh, it was a weird show. I well, I know that the name the god Nemosini was in it. No, it was, it was Rin, daughters of Nemosini. Not a show that a kid should watch. Uh, very adult anime. That is uh quite fucked up but it's also related to all of this uh memories dying passing on uh leaving Mm. a legacy i think is more of what that's about but i think that's a very interesting topic that you brought into this through the uh the the computer science angle of deleting stuff that's a very it's very subtle and not like right and like of course we have got the goblin con which it sprung up from these slots on the SCP wiki where stuff couldn't properly be deleted and replaced. The slots just became invalid after people deleted the articles there. And Mm. the idea being like these, these slots became available and that's why they had the contest. But the whole idea of the deleted entities, deleted anomalies coming back with overwriting other anomalies, having the components kind of form like these amalgamations uh it is uh it, it it kind of is based in that sort of like idea of the database corruption making it it's sitting impossible in the realm. to completely remove those those sectors of information so they just kind of proper improperly overwrite and form this kind of like Cronenbergian yeah anomaly it's still sitting in like that same realm basically that that area of digital deletion and things like that hmm yeah um, yeah, so very, very happy with like that meta angle, as I said, you know, there's a couple of other meta articles that I, I liked as well. Like, obviously, that's that's sort of how it's like kind of uh, I, I would consider it something of a low hanging fruit. But at the same time, it's like it worked so well that I couldn't not try it. You know, <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily say it's a, it's a low hanging fruit. I would say it's actually I don't a- know. I. I think that's like, you know, like 
being referential to the reason why why those things were deleted in the first place and that but yeah no perhaps i'm being too too critical that's fine i think you're being too critical i did want to say i think this was an excellent because obviously you got the name black box from the black boxes that we used to all use to redact everything and i think it was a pretty good commentary on like you know back in the day like 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 obviously like as like the site has gone on the rate of scps that are being written have increased and that is kind of like talked about here about how like man it just it just seems to continuously keep uh like proliferating and then obviously you talk about the the deletions in the sense is similar to like deleting things on the wiki and i thought that was generally really cool i also liked the little 682 um not in there and then you talked about six eight you alluded to 6820 um in this as well yeah it's sort of like the since this is the currently at least the most uh, early chronologically that the uh, ammunition articles take place this would be a predecessor to 6820 so the whole like parts with deleted being like i'm coming to warn you about your career and stuff mm-hmm. like a lot of a lot of what the the deletions purpose here is is twofold one they were created to contain the phenomenon that created them which i think is just a fun concept to play around with um where it's just like the they ex- they, they are because they shouldn't they are there to contain this problem where things are getting overwritten because they can't die properly and um and i just thought that was really existentially terrifying um and you know it's it's that, like once they complete their their mission, they cease to exist completely because they can properly be overwritten. Yeah. Would you say that theme has particular meaning to you, or was it just what you chose to write about and inhabit for Black Box? Well, I I do like I was actually having this conversation with with Sumerian because Sumerian writes a lot about um, immortality in his in his works and his uh 7k con really talks about you know sort of why that is um i tend to write a lot about like people being like amalgamated and like are having their their like can just being like conceptually or um from an from uh an identity standpoint being very distorted and that could be from a from like childhood injuries and stuff like that where i had similar like distortions in my perception stuff like that so yeah i could say that a lot of my writing is inspired by that sort of stuff i would recommend like i have uh, scp 3533 metaphysically as one that i like really enjoyed writing that has a bunch of people just fused with the with a factory um stuff like that but like the actual concept of things that are cyclical i write about a lot think time loops i like writing about i wrote a couple time loops um and all that stuff is like in the tags as well so like if you're particularly confused about one of my articles just take a look at the tags that's to anybody who's um, listening that is confused because i i tend to put little like little hints there if people are confused Hmm. um 
but yeah, no, I mean, as far as like stuff I like to write about, I did like to also like the idea of making an in-universe justification for black boxes because really there's not too many reasons why we would have them just in documentation on like a online or like a public repository. Like clearly if they're like documents like declassified government documents where they're printed, scanned, uploaded, etc., that they have a little bit of a different look to them and stuff like that. That these are always like, oh well, we're it's on a website and it's also redacted. Well, then why wouldn't they just remove it? You know what I mean? Like, why would it? Why would they include the names and just redact the lengths of the names out instead of just removing the names entirely because they can just edit the documents? You know, like it, it's like a a weird little thing that trips some people up and goes like, I'm not gonna like include any black boxes because it's in universe kind of a weird it doesn't really make sense depending mm -hmm. on your headcanon um like over like redacting stuff too you know like 579 you know data expunged out the wazoo mm -hmm. yes why like why why even convince like like what purpose does that serve even like presenting that to anybody there's no information there that can be gleaned really except that it can't be community like they just can't tell you about it uh -huh. I, and and don't get me wrong i like 579 uh it's just like as a, conceptually i like it but i just find that um you know it's like i said it's nice to have an in-universe justification for stuff like that yes i agree my personal headcanon for that was always um uh gois potentially acquiring SCP uh, documents. And so you would always, uh, my, my headcanon was always the most critical, the most sensitive information that would have been um, connected in a data breach of some kind or ongoing events at the SCP Foundation. They would then go back right. and like expunge all the data they could. They would, you know, make it clear to their internal people what was going on. But then outside forces can't go in and look at the documents and say, ah, fuck we don't know what date it was yeah no that's that's true yeah there's and you know like there's nothing inherently wrong with using black boxes i've used them a lot yeah and but i, I agree they it's almost comedically nebulous the way some people black out information yeah yeah i i, I like to go and like especially with black, like for example with black box i when i started making all like when i started truncating a lot of like the forwards and some of the messages and stuff i had like i knew what i was communicating before putting the black boxes there and then i put the black boxes over top of it it's not just like they were there for the sake of like you know for uh, to its to degree they are there for the sake of being there but the idea is that they that they convey a sort of patchwork kind of like puzzle that you need to put together you through context it's providing perspective to a technical document that's meant to be read as a story and not as nonfiction, because Correct. you read a fucking test document. It's a test document. Who cares? But you read a test document where all the important information has been blacked out, but you slowly can piece together the point of what they've written by reading it. Well, that's a whole new way of experiencing the story. The author has put down. It's, 
it's like um well i could say it's something classy like only showing part of a scene in a in a murder mystery but i'm just gonna say black boxes are the equivalent of a well-placed flower over someone's penis in a movie you know it's <laughs> yeah it's, yeah like, it's it's a it's a uh, you know a show don't tell moment yeah you know? yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i um trailer I'll have to check that out later. But I was gonna say, I, 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 I like specifically like using like the like redactions and expungements when it's used in service of the like of the plot, and it's revealed like later. Like I did an article, uh, seventy eight ninety nine, which appears to be your standard like article that i write about the uh the mtf the street samurai they go someplace they kick some ass they secure the anomaly but the one thing that you notice on the first page is that the assigned site is data expunged which is strange because you would think that oh it's just in a room at site 78 but then like once you like insert your level five credentials and you see that there is an exploration log that people don't get to access and you go to the next iteration, that data expunged is removed to reveal that they don't actually have the anomaly. Uh, the site directors know that they lost that shit, um, but they're just gaslighting everybody uh, into thinking that they have it because the foundation has a, uh, uh, a bit of a peace treaty with another GOI and they really don't want, you know, that to disturb the peace. So they're covering it up. Yeah. Yeah, no, and that's that. That's perfectly fine. That's totally like that. The, the justification for that, when not like, uh, I mean, you know, look at um, look at my proposal. Like, I, I really try to go like, uh, oh, all right. So we're playing with basically negative space here. We're going to say like, like, is an example would be there's a point where um, it mentions like, um. The, there's some disruptions in two redacted like it's, it redacts two voids in space time and if if you go and you look up which if you just like like look up scp voids there are two scps in space that are voids that are the ones that are referenced but they are not directly linked to it it's a like you know it's it's removed for the sake of uh, for the sake of making uh, for, for the sake of the story, but also it's not impossible to um, figure out, which is what I like. I like, you know, a little bit of a challenge sometimes. <laughs> yes, you do. I think that covers everything I had questions for. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I think I'm good. I did have one question that's kind of been on my mind for a little bit, and you brought it up when you uh, you said that you were heavily inspired by control. Um, yeah. Uh, so I read a I read a tweet from a certain SCP author recently that I will read. I will not give out a name, but <clears throat> the tweet the tweet reads: "Okay, hot take, but I'm not really a fan of AAA projects that are inspired by lift the aesthetics lore of SCP without being Creative Commons. It's taking the uncredited work of thousands of authors who characterize and develop the site in the West today and giving anything back." And then he clarifies in the thread: "I'm speaking less about projects that pour a sort of spin on it, like Project Moon, and more direct XPs of SCP, like Control, for the record." What are your thoughts on this, Billeth? 
it's a it's a very good like and complicated topic because a lot of the a lot of the computer like the a lot of the creative commons the arguments about licensing and like free use and stuff are really complex and like there's really no right answer for a lot of them but like something like this it's they like i said the devs were not they did not shy behind the fact that they they were inspired by scp it was never like something that they hid from people but also you know like i find that profiting off of it is it's like to that degree is you know it kind of leaves a slightly bad taste in my mouth it's not like gonna prevent me from playing it though it's like i find people that make that publish books on amazon that are just like reskins of scp articles i find those to be worse than what control does yeah i because because like because the way i look at it because like obviously it's like well because to me it's like you know homages and inspiration like 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 homages to things and inspiration is always been a thing in fiction of people like seeing a concept and wanting to do their own thing with it. I mean, we don't own or why well, the SCP as a whole doesn't own the concept of secret government organization right. that containment takes fiction as a whole. Yeah. 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 And, and, and go ahead to, to, to me, at least when I see things like um, control or like lobotomy corporation, I, don't, I think it's pretty cool. I'm like, Oh, this is like SCP. This is some more content for me to enjoy. Um, Anno Mutationum. I don't know if you're familiar with that game. Um, no. Uh, so Anno Mutationum is a uh, uh, like a 2.5D cyberpunk hack and slash that did start life originally as an SCP game, um, and then they decided they didn't want to deal with the like the licensing stuff so they like made it separate but it goes a little bit harder like there are like xps of like gears and bright uh which is a little weird to look at uh because like like there's dr g and dr c because it's like gears clef there's a contraki there's a bright and the bosses are inspired by like like you fight not 682 and a couple like others in the Mm. consortium that control i forgot what they call anomalies but you, you get you get the picture that one's a little more like scp with the that's with questionable the, yeah, yeah literally like um numbers filed off but like i don't know i like 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 i think it's cool i like the game um i'm i'm not i'm never somebody who like wanted money out of this so like right like my, my issue would be like if i picked up a game and was like yeah this is about a facility in the midwest in wyoming and they like they they're they're like trying to control a bunch of like weird like stuff where i'd be like this feels like a ripoff of my own thing like you get what i mean <laughs> like like if well, you like so like yeah. if you if you picked up something and it was like not only like inspired by scp but you're like this is just like my zero zero one proposal like that to me is a For little sure. gross but like like I'm fine with things like control and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, exactly. The 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 thing to keep in mind as well is that like as you were saying, you briefly touched upon it. It's like SCP d- doesn't have a monopoly on the, the the concept of containment fiction, but also it was not the first to do what it does uh, at all. I I I mean I I wouldn't even say that like something like Roadside Picnic, which was a, a novel from what like. Was it the 70s or something uh, that probably is one of the earlier renditions of containment fiction and was probably inspiring and probably inspired a lot of 
what uh, the SCP Foundation does. Um, it definitely inspired media like uh, Annihilation in the Southern Reach trilogy, which is absolutely containment fiction. Um, and, you know, like the Stalker series was inspired by Stalker. Roadside Picnic. Yeah. So, the, like, you can't, like, there's no one, no one has the control over an idea like that. And I'd rather see it. Like, I'd rather see nods to it than not see nods to it. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I think that it's important to acknowledge when you've, uh, you know, when you're referencing something like that, but like at the same time, I also know that the licensing stuff is kind of, people are afraid of uh, taking on, projects involving the creative commons license i know i've talked um i've talked with placeholder who has discussed with qntm like qntm has been approached for making the making basically the there is no anti-memetics division canon into a full-length theatrical release before Mm -hmm. at least twice from what i know but the instant that he explains the nature of the creative commons license, they always back out. Like the, there's no like, yeah, and- it's, it's too big of a liability for some people. So like, if you want to get your SCP IP or like, you want to like really a really big fan and you want to bring it to a larger audience, you might have to do something like that anyway. Like, that just yeah. might have to be how things work out. Yeah, it's it's the nature of the li- the the license, and I I don't like like I don't blame people for not wanting to like take it like wanting like full creative control of over something you make because that's you know that's just the nature of art. It's just like you know I want to be able to fully own this thing that I'm create creating and not have to worry about CC and stuff like that. Which you know that leads us to not getting like as many SCP games as we want or movies or TV shows and stuff like that. But like, like, like I get it. Like, like I get it. Why control is its own thing and not just like SCP foundation colon something. But Mm -hmm. like, let's be real. The control does the plot does have a lot of parallels with the, uh, there is no anti-memetics division canon. It's kind of interesting how many parallels there are, but it's the you know like i said the, you know, or as you know as we're saying there's really like it is what it is you know there's no way you can prove anything like that was done maliciously or even like you know even a reference at all no way to tell so just enjoy it for what it is i guess yeah i mean it's the fine line between homage and ripoff i think is the heat of the situation mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, absolutely. Well, I think we should call it there. That sounds like yeah, a good absolutely. place to stop it. We love you, audience. Thank you for listening to. We do. Delete. Like we usually have to like have a vote if we love the audience. I'm now, fine. You can't with just, you I'm, can't I'm just decide. Bill, if do you love the audience? I I love the audience. All right. Join, join us next week where we will be discussing various volcanoes and how much we want to go swim in them join us next week when we hate the audience just preemptively we're gonna announce it now